0: something negative out of it and beat ourselves. And I'm, I'm trying to, to get past that and say, you're unique. There's a, all kinds of things happening in your life, different levels of victory, different levels of structure, struggle in this room. And I'm not going down for something deep and dark this morning. I'm, doing, I'm trying to lift us up. And um, so I'm not going to address complex situations. That doesn't mean that your situation isn't complex. There may be, and and I know, and I've worked with people dealing with, uh, uh, I, what do you say, odd, unique, bizarre uh, sexual things and or of fetishes and different things in their life. And that wasn't just a simple prayer that we did, like, come out of them in the name of Jesus. Great. Go and sin no more. You know, Uh it involved sometimes counseling. It did involve working through processes in their thought lives. It did require depth. So I'm not, I, I don't want you to come to this whole thing and say, he's got, he, you know, he didn't say, we didn't deal with it. We're not going to. We're not dealing with complex issues today. And uh, I also want to tell you that what you're dealing with is common. Even if you think this is bizarre and there's, I'm the only person on the planet There are, out of six billion, there are a few million probably like you. There are people that are dealing with your issue. And the good news is, there's no temptation that has overtaken you except that which is common to man. And with that temptation, God will provide a way of escape. So, you're, you're just normal. Okay? So... You, you know, whatever weirdness you think you are, whatever little circle. There's there going to be people in the room today who are going, hope no one's looking at me, you know. I didn't do it. And uh, uh, so you're normal. Drop your guard. Say, hey, I want to be free. Anybody in here want to be free? Want to, be free. want to grow in maturity? You want to grow in focusing your passions on Jesus? Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Come on. All right. Okay, Uh, I got a backpack here. Let me see. My little backpack. John, you're my man. And uh, John is an amazing guy. I want you to hold this with your weaker arm straight out. Which one? That's your weaker arm? Okay, I'm going to go straight out. Okay. I want to tell you, human power and your willpower are not what's going to make this happen. (laughs) You can't. It's not about saying no all the time. It's not about, I won't, I won't, I won't. I won't think about pink elephants. I won't think about pink elephants. I won't think about pink elephants. You know, it's like, I'm just going to try harder. I can do this. Come on, get up again, try harder. I think there's a progression of understanding the grace of God that leads us into greater and greater levels. But... and. Yeah, this guy's strong. I don't know if you've ever been around him before. But uh, he is... He, I, I'm always impressed. John is very strong. He's got strong willpower. He's got a good attitude. He, you know, and, he, he, and he's really good at following through on details. And uh, there's a thoroughness in John's life. He's, he's great. Huh? Yeah, he can... He, all right. But ultimately... <clears throat> Ultimately, your willpower is not what gets you free. You need to make choices, but it's not, I'm going to try again tomorrow. I'm going to try, try, try. I will improve. I will improve. There, I, you know, there is value. Your will does need to be strengthened. But it's strengthened in giving yourself to Jesus' purposes, in giving yourself to his character. Now, uh, I've got a little drama I'm going to do here, and uh, my drama team, we're going to start with the second one, so come on up here, and we're going to talk about some of the things that we deal with, some of the things we struggle with, and uh, so we're doing the bad stuff first, okay, bad stuff. Okay, there we go. Okay, need bad stuff up here. <clears throat> now there are all kinds of things that are going on in our lives. Is it any possible to? Yeah. Um, and so often we are, uh, you know, at Phil volunteered. This is guy that's secure in his identity. So I said, <laughs> I put different options out there. Phil just said, I'll take that one. I'm gonna stand in front of the crowd with that sign in my hand. So uh, other people went for no. I'm all right. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> so often in our life, okay now y'all, everybody come up close to me. We're gonna do our little thing here. Okay. So I've got a lot of issues in my life. I've got a lot of things going on. But there's something I'm embarrassed about. And I'm really aware of that thing. These other things, they may not be that much of an issue for me. But I am embarrassed about this one issue. And I want freedom right here. And so sometimes I, I try hard and I do some things and I get a certain level of freedom. But John, I want you to grab on to Phil right now. But you know what happens when you prune a bush? You just take off the fruit. It comes back stronger. If you don't deal with the root, but you're just saying, I don't want this thing here, then you actually empower it. You focus on it. And you get a little bit more free. And then, Tim, jump up here. So I got a little bit of freedom and then it's growing even stronger in my life. And I'm thinking, why can't I be free? Why can't I be free? What's going on? I don't want to lust. I don't want to lust. I don't want to think about pink elephants. I don't want to think about it. I want to look at things. I don't want to go on the internet. I want to do this thing. And, it's, and I'm getting hopeless. So I need to learn a couple of different things. I've got to deal not just with one area. I've got to deal with my whole life. I've got to deal with all of these different roots and strings in my heart, not just one thing. And so I want... Lust is taking. Lust is pulling. is me grabbing for things. So, Jesus, I want to be generous. And it breaks something off of my life. And then I say... Lust is a lack of contentment. I keep saying, I don't have enough. I need the newer thing. I want iPhone 14. <laughs> I want it now. I want that thing. But contentment says, I like my car. I'm happy with my iPhone 4. I, I've, Jesus, you've, get, you've been good to me. I'm content and you say lust is a desire out of control it's like it's a it's a good thing but i'm focusing on it all the time so i'm going to go on a fast i'm going to say jesus i give you my appetite i give you everything that's in me and i'm so i'm then i say lust produces an inward focus I'm always thinking about myself. It's always about me. And then I say, I'm going to look to help somebody else. I'm going to stop thinking about what I can get for me. Even we can be- develop a spiritual thing that we want, a reputation or something. And instead we say, I want to give. I want to invest in someone else. And then <clears throat> we walk in a place where we say, I am going to stop treating people like objects. I'm going to see, that's a son or a daughter. That's somebody's sister. That's somebody's brother. So I, none of these individual actions, you can sit down now, none of these individual actions was the silver bullet that set me free. If you just, just do this one thing, you're not going to have problems anymore. You need to see that your life is, is complex and integrated and it's a whole set of actions one of the, another illustration we talk about dealing with a stronghold and it's here's your life this is you okay nope your hands up there we go this is you and then this is a spirit or a lust or a drawing or this thing that's trying to get grab a, a hook in you and temptation works like this it comes and it, it passes by you it draws you Jesus was tempted, but he didn't give in to the temptation. And <clears throat> uh, in Tennessee, they say, you can't keep a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep it from building a nest in your hair. There's stuff that's going to come by in your life, but it doesn't have to make up, take up residence in you. And have this permanent part where there's times it can become part of your identity. This is who I am. I'm abused. I, am, I have this woundedness. I, this happened to me years ago. This is who I am. What we want to do is say, so this thing comes goes by but then over time you say yes to that again and again and again I give myself I wrap myself I become more and more like that thing and you get to a place where it takes you where you it wants to go rather than you taking it where you want to go. That's called a stronghold. Any one of these things can become, Instead of temporary, they've become a resident thing in your life. And all of those responses that I had is, I'm going to move toward contentment. I'm going to move toward a a gratefulness. I'm going to move, I'm going to work on my spiritual disciplines. I'm going to uh, learn to serve others. Deliverance wasn't a one-time thing. It was a growing lack of ability for that thing to dominate your life. It was removing the hooks out of you through focusing your passion. So we're going to talk about the positive side of that right now. Focusing your passion. Stay on here on the floor because my drama team is going to come up again in a couple of minutes. So Jesus said several times. I think there's at least three different passages. <coughs> And, uh, and he's quoting his father, who said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> now, he knows that he's really the only one that can meet your needs. But there's times where you don't realize that yet. And so we take the 10 commandments as kind of the 10 forbidden delicacies. Yeah, lying a forbidden delicacy. Idolatry, the forbidden delicacy. But we live in a kind of a twisted world, don't we? And they're saying, "Ooh, you know, it's there's that is really what's going to make it happen for you." And God's out of his mercy says, the only way you're going to be free is by loving me. because Any lesser love is going to control you. But if you love Jesus with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul and all your strength, those lesser loves. Find the right place in your life. They don't become the controlling thing. They don't become the thing that creates fear. I'm going to lose this. I'm not going to get this. My needs are not going to be met. So there's a root in all of this of unbelief. God doesn't have a good plan for my life. He doesn't understand me. He doesn't really know what's going on in my life. There's a, distance, there's a gap that's happened. And we bridge that gap through submission. Jesus, you are God. You're Lord. There is no other like you. Now, again, I'm going to go say that the broken places in our life confuse things. The things that have happened in your past make the picture fuzzy. I've got a, a friend whose father died when he was 15 of diabetes, and he was really out of the picture for 10 years before his death. That put a twist in him that was unique. You know, other people have lost fathers in other ways, but there was this this place where that left a hole in his soul that he tried to get met through performance. The guy was driven, and he's still, you know, like can hardly sit still, but he understands what, how his soul was shaped in that way. So there's, there's things that happen in our life. There's complex things that are going on in your life. Jesus understands that. I'm not trying to give you the one, two, threes that are going to make everything go away and it's all perfect. But I am telling you, at the core of that, it is about loving Jesus and worshiping him. Every one of the messages that Jeff spoke, when Lori spoke, but it start on, And she talked about Hebrews chapter 12, focusing on Jesus. Now, that's a simple, simple thing, right? Just focus on Jesus. Just go to Jesus. I'm I'm not saying just go to Jesus. I'm saying love him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and all your strength. Build focused passion for him. Look for ways to grow in great desire. You walk free from lust by focused passion. You know, so... uh, Here we go. A little bit of water. You know... um, I'm, I'm going to botch this up terribly, but I'm, I'm used to embarrassing myself publicly, so I'm going to go ahead. <clears throat> so I'm not sure what if I'm dealing with Hinduism, <clears throat> or Buddhism here, <clears throat> but the goal is to get to is Nirvana is like a lack of feeling, right? You've emptied yourself completely. That's not where we're going. You're not trying to stop feeling. You're not trying to stop have emotions. <clears throat> if you said, <clears throat> "Jesus, I want you to rip this sexual desire out of my life," you know what you would happen. <clears throat> if he ultimately, he he can't pull that deal out all by itself. <clears throat> I've had sinus drainage for forty years. <clears throat> Bring me. Um, It's hooked in there. You've got... If you pull out that, you pull out the ability to have passion. It's not about not having feeling. It's about taking that energy and focusing it. And you're... So, who's going to do... Come on up, drama team. Yay, drama team. Go, drama team. (laughs) So I've got real needs. Here we have secure Phil here. And, uh, but, you know, uh, I have less needs for financial security than some people, but I've got them. Um, deep emotional connect. That's a real need in my life. Identity. That's a real need. I need to know who I am. I have sexual needs. <clears throat> thinking of something my mother said when I was young. It's, you know, shit. So it's an embarrassing moment in my life, but I realized I had sexual needs. <clears throat> she was saying, you're just like your daddy. I'm thinking. Mom, don't tell me that. I don't want to hear. (laughs) But the real needs in our life. I can't say, I'm going to cut this off. I don't need this. But if I make this the focus of my life, It eludes me. I need a relationship. I've got to have a relationship in order to make this work. <clears throat> I've got to have IRA. I need uh, the savings plan. I've got to have four insurance policies on every issue that I'm dealing with. This, I, you know, I can't avoid this need. This is me. This is it <clears throat> Every time... I go and reach after those things. I make them a little God in my life. I give them power. I give them the focus. And it never happens. So, what do I do? Lord Jesus, I thank you. Luke 14, 26 if anyone comes to me and does not hate father, mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Now, he, Jesus didn't, is not saying to hate people, or else he'd be contradicting what he says in other places in the Word. But he's talking about such a contrast in value, such a contrast. That he's saying, I put no other gods before me. You are everything in my life. Jesus, I submit to you. I give you all of my financial needs, Lord. I place them in your hands. Lord, I all my relationship needs, Jesus. But it's, it's not a one-time thing. It's not like I did it the first day of March in 2015 and in and I never had to do it again. But I, I come before you every day, Jesus. I get down and I say, Jesus, you're my king. You understand everything in my life. And I, I, I'm not going to control who's going to give to me. I'm not going to control how you're going to work in my life. You can meet my needs any way you want to, Jesus. And then amazingly, he uses people often to meet those needs. But if I take it in my own strength, then I've I am saying, God, I'm going to get my need in my way in my timing. That totally twists it. Good job. So how do we build passion for Jesus? You know, it it is a losing of our lives. There is a death <clears throat> that happens. I have to tell you, no pain, no gain. There is a place when that thing is screaming and saying, you need me, that you're going to have to say, Jesus, ah, oh, I need help. I know I <clears throat> had a godly friend who's a mentor or father in my life. And uh, he's dead now. Uh, he was an older man when I met him. <clears throat> he sat down and he, he said, you know, when I was a young man, I had it and he went into a detail about a specific sexual sin in his life. And he said to me, I had to pray all night long. Many times he would come and call out and grab at me. And... There was such a beauty in his face, he said, I had to pray all night. That was not willpower, that was help me, Jesus. I am a weak man, Jesus. You know my you know everything about my past. Help me, Lord. It was not, I can do this, I can do this, but it was conforming to his image, renewing my mind, giving myself to him. <clears throat> Passion for Jesus comes in worship, giving great value to him. You know, it, it comes through shutting down other voices. There's seasons in my life. When my wife first met me, she knew that I liked her because I turned the, the teaching tape off of in my car. It was a cassette deck. And uh, <clears throat> because everywhere I went, I was listening to messages that would build the word of God in my life. I used to have the Bible that would play and just... You know, it's like, what is that? It's kind of the background music. You know, just scripture being quoted or worship music in my life. I built that voice. I built passion. I built everything that could grow and strengthen a desire for him in my life. I didn't do. I had a friend in college that uh, what he decided how he was going to walk free is he took off his glasses between classes. You know. I'm free. And, uh, you know, that kind of works a little bit. Uh, But the real freedom was not, I'm not looking. I'm removing my eyesight, but where I'm looking. Oh. You know, there's times in my life where... So it's Philippians chapter 4. Think on these things. Things that are pure and lovely and noble and worthy of praise. <clears throat> and so, I, I, I think on those things. I'm building passion. I build passion for Jesus. In my life, it's come at times by enjoying nature. You know, I, I've built passion by uh, looking at, uh, is it, how do you pronounce it? Degas? It's the, the little ballerina. This hmm? Degas. Degas. And what's the, the name of that piece? Is that the name of it? You know, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's, it was on display at the, uh, the, the Fine Arts Museum last year, I think. It was gorgeous. But I'm looking at this statue of a young, of a young girl. And there's, my heart was drawn to innocence. My heart was drawn to purity. My heart was drawn to noble and beauty. Do more stuff, man. Make some more statues. Do some more. Art is meant to draw us to what is noble. That's what the Renaissance period was all about. And we've lost so much of that. We need art that draws us to what is true beauty. And lifts us up to more eternal perspective in things. <clears throat> I, 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 there was a season in my life where every month I'd go out and sit for about five hours in the woods. There's this... Uh, state park, and and uh, a friend of mine told me, you know, the next, next place of purity and discernment in your life, you're going to need to stare at some trees. Now, <laughs> uh, you know, that wasn't the first thing that I was thinking of, but that was a place of me growing, a place of passion, of thinking on something that was pure. There's a... A thousand different ways that God can speak to you. You need to ask him. How can I, not what I'm saying no to. What are you saying yes to? Thinking on these things that are noble, true, worthy of praise. Think on these things. Overcome lust by focusing your passion. Growing in passion. That we are people that love with all our heart. Get on your feet. I'm not going to yell at you and you sit there. Come on. We value, do you value passion? We want to see a passionate teacher. You you know, I believe that people looked at Jesus and said, this guy speaks with authority. Why? Because he didn't go. He was was going like this. I watched a video of... uh, <clears throat> ah. He was uh, taught at Yale and at, um, huh? Henry Nowen, yeah. A little video, video of Henry Nowen, the guy, passionate guy, and he teaches and he preaches like this. <laughs> <clears throat> Full of passion. So, Lord, build passion in our lives. Jesus, build passion in our lives. Yeah. Build passion in our lives. Say yes to passion. For Jesus, you know, you can say, oh, he manipulated. It's got us all to stand up and say something. I want to motivate you any way I can to say yes to Jesus. If you've never said yes to Jesus, say it right now. If it's been a week since you've really said yes to Jesus, say it again a few times right now. All right, we need to practice the presence of Jesus to where he becomes the focus of our life. We're saying yes to him at every turn as we're driving down the road, as we're meeting people, as we're living our lives, as you're doing your work. We, yes, Jesus. It's not about the no. It's about the yes. It's not just about overcoming some area of sin. Yeah, come on up, worship Ben. It's, it's about saying yes to Jesus. Have you moved to a place of lukewarmness in your heart where, there, where you're passionless? You've lost feeling? And you wonder why you're stuck. It's because you've not given everything over to Him. And you know, it's a process too. There's not a, you gave it over to Him, boom, you're okay now, no more problems. There's a conforming in this. But you're, we're, Jesus, we want you. You want freedom from lust? I I do this sometimes in my car. Well, it's just a secret. If you ever see, you know, Mark in his car, like doing something strange, I'll go. I
1: hate lust. I hate it. I hate.
0: I hate perversion. You know, Mark's worshiping Jesus. Isn't that cool? (laughs) I love you. So, as we worship, I want you to hate some things. You know, God hates some things. But he loves you. So we're going to work that muscle a little bit right now, all right? Somebody get just a little bit excited. Think about Jeff Bianchi saying, I'm about to get excited about Jesus, you know? And uh, just go ahead and hate some things, love some things right now. Focus your passions. Amen. More passion for Christian, Lord Jesus. More passion for this man. You've not called him to a little. You've called him to a lot. You've not called him to be dead and just not sinning. you called him with great expression. Give him more. Is that you? Reach out your hands. I want. I don't just want to be. Free from embarrassing sin. I'm not living, doing this thing because I'm afraid of what people think of me. I want to love Him with all my heart, all my soul, all my strength. Throw off every weight, anything that would encumber you, slow you down. Yeah, it's Sunday morning. It's not Monday morning. But start by doing it on Sunday morning. Just because you're thinking, ah, oh, Sunday morning, do this thing, and tomorrow it's going to be right over. No, just do it on Sunday morning right now. And ask for more of it tomorrow. Okay, we're going to worship, hate some stuff, and love some stuff. Look, look for it pure and excellent. Ask for the character of Jesus right now, reveal in your life. All right? I'm going I'm to keep jumping up and down until I get somebody jumping out of their seat. Come on, Lord. Lord Jesus, do this in us.
1: Worship. You no hope in me by calling forth you my identity. destiny. You have destiny. Life. You have destiny and purpose. You, you have identity. Soul, Jesus. I will turn.
0: with a world that is very feeling centered but you want that creativity musicians we want you to be passionate we want the full expression architects I want an architect that's passionate get up here artists anybody want to identify the concept of artists throw yourself in here let's go ahead and do it let's pray for Jesus we want passion We want passion for our friends. We want passion in their lives. Can you pray for the focus on them? Jesus, do it. In the worlds they live in. Soak them with fresh creativity. Passion, clarity. Give it to them an extra load, Jesus. More. More of your creative life. More expression. More of their hearts being way out there. Way out there. Do it, Lord. Give it to them.
1: Everybody, go for it. Ask for more, Lord.